All right, so it's the new year, new me, right? Honestly, I've been doing really well. I can't even lie to you. It's day 19, and I'm feeling sharp. I'm feeling smart. I'm feeling sexier, and I feel like I can take over the world. Maybe my words aren't coming out right, but everything else is. That's good. That's oh, good. Oh, except the love life, of course, but that doesn't count. It's your sabbatical. It's my sabbatical year anyway, so it doesn't matter. Well, I have not been to the gym since Monday. At least it was since Monday. If you would have said since the beginning of the year, then I would be concerned. Anyways, we're going to be talking about this really cool trending topic. I'm sure you've heard it if you've been on TikTok. The ins and outs for this year. I honestly have never gotten the ins and outs on my For You page. I know what it is because I've read articles about it and I've seen it on LinkedIn. I've seen it on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I've heard about it. But I've never seen how people actually start their videos saying, this is my in and this is my out. Like, I don't, I don't even know. It was basically like that. It was perpetuating the internet so much that there were people saying, this is a summary of most people's ins and outs. These are trends I'm noticing. Of course, yeah. leave it Leave it to capitalistic TikTokers to be like, these are the, what's trending and everyone's ins and outs. Well, that's, that's how I found it because of a New York Times article. There you go. Where they basically summarize what people are saying would be ins and what would be outs. What I thought was interesting of an out that according to the article I read, Mm -hmm. Gen Z is saying alcohol is out. Yeah, because like our generation is kind of seeing it as poison. Which is crazy because for the years past, I remember like millennials, boomers, Generation X, they were really up that alcohol. Like they thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah, they were drunks. And but they just, also smoke cigarettes too. That's also true. So we're even though we're vaping, but we're vaping less. That's but true. We're vaping. I don't know. I think we're all very much Gen Z is aligned with what's happening. I mean, the world is about to end, and we're like, hey, we need to turn this boat around. But that's for another episode. Yeah, but I think that's honestly what's happening. That's why we don't want to drink. So before it starts. Welcome back to Limits Latina, a podcast that debunks stereotypes, unpacks traumas, and empowers those in our community. I'm Valerie Razo. And I'm Estefania Cano. And this is Limitless Latina. Well, the first thing that I want to talk about, since we were already talking about working out, and I'm assuming you're going to get back out there. I used to, I started with running, and you know this, Mm -hmm. and that completely transformed my physique in ways that were unimaginable, and then I decided to start lifting, and now I actually started yoga and Pilates, and it, it has transformed my physique. I think it's, it's only been 20 days, almost, starting... If I count tomorrow and I see it. So remind me, are you still doing the 75 day hard? Yes, I'm still doing 75 hard. Tomorrow would be day 20 on the challenge. Mm-hmm. Honestly, really impressed with the results. I have been waking up at 5 in the morning. I've done both of my workouts. I've been reading wow. every day. I've been drinking my water. I went out with one of my friends, but we didn't go out and have any alcoholic beverages or you know, dancing or anything that would be considered toxic. Nice. Yeah, I've been very tamed. Wow. A new era. A new era. I've just read, and you always hear that everyone's resolutions are always, at the end of the day, be healthier, make Mm -hmm. healthier decisions. Yep. So I had one, which is the same as last year, work out four to five times a week. Mm -hmm. I was really good at that last year. Narrowed it down to one (laughs) Um, now, but... Yeah, my body's just out of shape, so I just get so worn out. Yeah. That's not an excuse. That's not an, That should not be an excuse. Well, here's the thing that I recommend, mostly when you haven't been and you're kind of in a rut. 
I honestly think that the 12330 that you've probably heard on TikTok before, that helps bring you back in. What's 12330? You basically put the treadmill on an incline of 12. Mm. You walk at the speed of 3 and you do it for 30 minutes. Mm. And I think that's like a good start, a good starting point. And then once you start building that condition not just a condition physically, but mentally of you going back every day, then you can start adding in more dynamic movements or weights or having like low intensity workouts and mixing that in with high intensity workouts and then doing a little bit of hit or whatever you want to do that gets your body flowing and moving. Interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to do that. I'm just going to go back to my regular schedule. <laughs> but I but I appreciate the suggestion. No, because For this, somebody else. I mean, it might it, not work for you, but it might work for This is else. the way I work. I'm like, I start noticing fat, and I'm like, oh, heck no. And then I go, I go, I start going really You know how mine works? A guy does me wrong, and I think to myself, it must have been because I wasn't hot enough, so I got to get my ish together. And that's how I begin this journey and what's basically fueled something inside me some it ignited something in me where I said you know what you might have had the old me but you did not have the new me and the new me yeah she is hotter she is sassier she is smarter and she is not stupid because she's not going back to you bye there you go I think that's a canon event for most gym girlies honestly this morning my dad was actually asking me yeah, you haven't gone to the gym lately that much. <laughs> Not your dad. I know. You out. And I was like, yeah, dude, I've been I've been bumming it. I've been rotting. He's like, but remember the goal, Valerie. And I was like, what's what the, is goal? the goal? And he's like, to look like Shakira at Shakira's age. And that that kind of like. Oh my goodness, I love that because that is so accurate. He knows you so well. That is what encouraged you. Yes, the shrine. I need to bring back bring back the Shakira shrine. Bring back the shrine. But going back to being better and just having this healthy mindset, I think that one of the things that helps is journaling and, you know, Reflecting on what you've learned by writing it down, but also intaking information as well. So reading more. Agreed. I I think you'll be proud of me when you saw The Alchemist. I was very proud of you. Yeah, I, I'm trying to really switch up, not read only self-help books. I read, I've been reading a little bit of like poems. I've read a little nice. bit of like allegories. That's awesome. And I'm reading this book that is a literary classic. Mm-hmm. So I think that shows that I'm also developing and That's finding so a different taste and not just using things because it'll give me validation or help me become better in a capitalistic mindset, but also in a spiritual way. Yeah, well, here's like the other thing. Like one, my, my infinite list of caveats against self-help books. I think self-help books are kind of lazy in the sense that you just become a parrot and you repeat and you mm-hmm. start believing whatever they say. But when it comes to like literature, you have to think okay, what was the lesson here? That's they true. don't just spit it out to you. That's true. Also, I have a friend who told me that she started reading as well, so I think we should start a book club. I'm super slow at reading, so I would not be. But I'll support you from the sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> I'll support you yeah, from the I sidelines. Really start, I did want to start a book club because I think a lot of my friends now read a lot, and I think that would be fun. Abuelas United. Yeah, for real. Abuelas United. Abuelas United. Okay, uh, I think I'm going to say one of my ins for this year. Okay, this is a big one. Having transparent relationships. But see, for me, when you say that, I think you need to dive deeper because I think you're very authentic. Scary authentic. You tell it how it is. Yeah. 
So I don't yeah. know how more transparent you can get. Believe it or not, and I'm not okay. So here's the thing. For instance, my coworkers think I'm all buddy buddy with them, and I'm amicable. I'm as my yearly review always says, plays well with others. But you are not my friend, and they. And wa- I don't think you should be. They re- yeah, they really want to know about my life, and I'm like, we we get along. We find ways to chat between between working, but we're not friends. Let me tell you something. I do not trust anyone at work. I'll say that again. I do not trust anyone at work. I do not trust anybody at work because they can all be snakes if they felt the need to. Mm -hmm. When they follow me on Instagram, I am honestly concerned. I am genuinely concerned. (laughs) I think to myself, should I block you? Do you even deserve to see what I do outside of this 9 to 5? Bro, that was me with like really conservative church people following me. I'm like, you don't need to know my life. No, there's some people who I think to myself, why are you following me? Right. Exactly. What is... Right, right. Why? People who are totally irrelevant. Not even irrelevant, but you know they don't want the best... They don't have the best interest for you, and they may be talking behind your back. And you know what? They're always the first to look at my Instagram story. That's what I'm saying. What you, was it? What is your purpose? I think that's why I'm so, I'm so private, which we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. But I want to define the relationship. I need to be even more direct. Because unfortunately, last year, I guess I did lead someone on. And I did say it was just going to be friends for the longest time. But I guess I need to scream it out more. No, I don't know. No, that was just him being Delulu because men are Delulu. <laughs> okay. I would like to put a side note. I do have friends that are from work. So these are people I've grown to trust and all that kind of stuff. I I just need to be better at telling people, hey, this is where we stand. Yeah. And this is this is where the bar is at. I also though, I'm not gonna lie, when coworkers try to ask me more personal questions, I love dancing around the topic. I can verbally see my words come through a little merry-go-round. Mm-hmm. I'm very untrustworthy. I don't trust people easily, anyways. So for someone at work to want me to share my life with them, thank you, but no thank you. Okay, what's another in for you? For me, one of the predominant ins that I'm really hoping that we can get done by the first quarter is I want to move out and I really want to have my photography studio. I want to get, I've been very creative this month in general, I guess Mm -hmm. because of all this overdose of energy. Yeah. But I, I had been in a rut with my art for a really long time. Yeah. And it's finally coming back to me where I don't even know how to explain it. You know when you've always been good at something, but then all of a sudden that thing you're not as good at anymore. And then you finally get your skill set back. Yeah, that's me with guitar right now. So that happened to me with photography. Photography was my first love. I was in love with photography. I'm one of those people where I would have a beginner camera. I had the Nifty 50 with the $400 Canon that was a beginner camera. And I would take pictures that looked very professional, super cool, portrait style that people would say, how the heck did you do that? And I would do it like in my backyard, in the car wash, like in the gas station, like random places that I, that I made look amazing. She's a self-made DIY girly. Literally. And all of a sudden, you know, I start working in this manufacturing company and the creativity just lacks. Mm-hmm. And I can see that my skill set just lowered. I know this for a fact because I went from shooting manual to shooting automatic for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I was basically, I turned into a robot. Yeah. I, I filmed robots so much that I turned into one. <laughs> and honestly, like, it was just this month that I started shooting in manual again. Mm-hmm. And, like, seeing my content genuinely tell stories, like, I would be proud of. Things that I know that 
as an artist, I would even put it in my portfolio and it makes me happy and, and I want to continue to create more art in our studio. I'm actually pretty much the same when it comes to creating my stuff. Very similar to you with photography. It's me with guitar right now and I just need to get back into it. And another thing is just like listening more to new music and paying attention to the guitar parts because that's definitely something that always inspires me is looking at other forms of art for sure for taking inspiration but i guess i'll give you one more in despite the list being like 15 things but we don't have time for that for me my last in that i'm gonna put on this podcast is writing just because letters Mm -hmm. uh it's something i used to do a lot actually i would just write my friends random letters especially in high school and I just put it inside their book bag for them to find whenever. That is so cute. Yeah. You are so romantic. <laughs> I know. Okay. Again, I'm, I'm a great boyfriend. <laughs> but... Okay, Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, for instance, I graduated my senior year of high school, went off to be a college freshman. And one of my friends, she texted me like a year later. I haven't talked to this girl in months since graduation, probably. And she's like, I just wanted you to know those letters you would write me your senior year of high school mean a lot to me. And even one of my guy friends from college that, again, I haven't talked to in, at this point, like a year and a half after graduating, he texts me, he's like, hey, I remember that letter you, you wrote me when I was really depressed. I just want you to know I read it every day. And I was like, oh, I made a difference. I need to write other people just because letters. I love that. And I honestly think you should do like a series because I don't think people realize how powerful words are. Mm -hmm. I honestly think we should even do a whole podcast on communication Mm -hmm. and the power it has and why sometimes it's so annoying when people don't understand how much knowing how to speak, knowing how to say things can make someone feel and how that can impact an entire generation. It can impact an entire corporation. It can impact an entire culture. It can move mountains, to be honest. Yes, metaphorically. But it's just so beautiful and it's sad that so many people underestimate it. Yeah, well, I think it's just as a society, we've just drifted away from caring about the humanities. And one of the core things when it came to humanities was studying rhetoric. You know, the study of language, the study of how to formulate speeches and whatnot. Yep. And because we're just so STEM focused and we're not even that great at STEM in the first, but that's another conversation. Yeah. I I think it's a societal flaw that we're just not prioritizing communication. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure you live this. I live this. You tell yeah. someone in a college, oh, I'm a communication major. They no, start, they, they make, they make, they, they look down you. on you. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they look, look down, down on you. They think you're stupid or that you are smart enough to do something else. Yeah. And that's not true. No. It's genuinely because we're passionate about it. Communication encompasses every sector. Cause Core competence for sure. It's funny because I'll interview people at work. And I feel like I've said this before and I sound like a broken record. Mm-hmm. And the first thing they tell me of a soft skill that they need, communication. And I think to myself, that is a fundamental pillar in any industry, in any place you go to. It can and will always impact everything and anything. Even in your personal life. Oh, everywhere. Everywhere. Anyways, on to our outs. I, one of my outs is lowering my standards. I think that... Oh, you don't hear a girl say that very often. Because I'm a woman. Elaborate. I'll tell you this, I'm not lowering my standards. I'm so over this. Maybe, I love the saying that you said earlier tonight. Mami Madura. (laughs) Madura, mami. No, but tell them the thing. So the full quote is from a TikTok I saw over a year ago. That's how how much it impacted me. She said, Las niñas tratan de cambiar un hombre. Las mujeres simplemente cambian de hombre. Madura, mami. Madura, mami. Okay, when you're a girl, 
you look for a project. When you're a woman, you just you change. just change the project. You change the model. <laughs> change the model. No, but yeah, when you're a girl, you, you try, try to, to change, change the man. man. When you're a woman, you, you just change the man. The man. <laughs> So yeah, I'm done lowering my standards. And honestly, I think I've, I mentioned this to my friend at one of our dinners. She was asking me about the Spanish striker and how that was going. And I said, oh, he took four days to respond. So I deleted his number and ghosted him. I love that. And she goes, wow, that is so mature of you. I don't know if I would have done that. And I said, yeah, because I'm not wasting time. If he doesn't think I'm important enough to text me right at that moment, then that's fine with me. Someone else will. Ciao. Sayonara. I love that. See you in the next life. See you Nah, don't see. I'll make sure to skip you. <laughs> skip you in the next life. Well, I don't think any of the ones I pick are going to be that funny. But I guess one of my outs is being too private. Girl, you are private enough. That is one of the seduction arts that I love about you. I don't think you should take that one out, but you do you. I, it's so unintentional. It's it comes naturally. It's part of your brand. I guess. I think that your privateness is nice because you're vulnerable when you need to be vulnerable. But that doesn't mean you have to open up to everyone. No, no, I, I don't mean that. I mean, for instance, I guess... Like when I say, what are you doing tomorrow? Yeah. Girl, if you don't want to like, tell me what you're doing tomorrow, that's fine. I'm going to be thinking about it the rest of the but day. But you're literally someone I trust. You know, you're someone I can tell. Oh, I'm going to go do this. Or I'm hanging around here. Or this is what's going on. Especially because we're about to live with each other. That's true. So Maybe when we live with each other, you probably should just tell me just to make sure that you didn't get kidnapped. <laughs> you just be nice, you know, to just know like, oh... She's not actually in trouble. She's just in her daily appointment. <laughs> I do not care to show off the world my private life. Mm -hmm. That's where I firmly believe in being successful in private, happy in private, in love mm -hmm. in private, all that all that jazz. Yeah. Just because, again, we got those stalkers. We, I don't know what their intentions are. I don't want their negative vibes on yeah. anything they know I like. I mean, with people I can trust, I need to stop being too guarded. So true. So yeah, that's one of mine. Mine is... I think I don't show the people I love enough care. And I need to change that. I need to be more... In Spanish, it's called detallista. Mm -hmm. I overthink gifts and stuff. And so then I procrastinate the gift and then it gets too late to give the gift. But just, I'm so bad at it. I go in to find a gift and then I don't think it's worth, like it's at the caliber of that friend. And so then I don't grab it because I think, oh no, it's not... It's, it doesn't even like scratch the surface of who this person is. Mm -hmm. And then I feel bad because I'm like, why can't I find a gift that like meets the expectations of what that person is and what I feel about the person? I don't know. I just overthink No, but bro, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's the little things in life. Let me tell you, we went to Paris. I brought back my friend, one of the little tote bags I bought. I put it in the wash, I put it in the dryer, and it shrunk a little bit. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to give her this one. And the way that girl religiously swings that bag around all the time she she loves that bag she tells me that's one of the best gifts she's ever been given just because she hasn't been given a lot of gifts Aww. and i'm just saying it doesn't matter how small you don't know you don't know how big that's gonna be for them yeah you're right i guess like i said i overthink too much that should probably be an out i do overthink way too much things are what they are and you don't have to over define something i really agree i mean that's kind of one of my outs too it's worrying i mean i already said i don't worry that much anyways but you really don't even me i still worry about certain things i'm yeah. like i need to take a chill pill yeah. i just even i in my unbotheredness can be even more unbothered i was going to say i want to be a little bit more unbothered and and match that energy a little bit because i think sometimes things that people say about me or towards me get to me and i just want 
all of those negative thoughts or all of these things that I am assimilating or assuming based on what people say. I just want it to melt off of me. Just mm-hmm. glide off like it doesn't even affect me because I'm just so confident in who I am as a person, my skill sets, my values, my loved ones, that whatever someone says just slips right off me and I'm over it. And that's yeah. something I want to get better at. Yeah, as someone who is like that, it's still tough. I think it's just human nature to want to be liked because it's yeah. kind of that mentality, that group mentality. You want to be part of the group. You don't want to be kicked out. Yeah, no, being ostracized would be the worst feeling ever. Exactly. So that's why I think people are more inclined to be people pleasers. Yeah, for sure. Unless they're really selfish, but that's not, we ain't talking about them. <laughs> this ain't about them. True. And I think for me, the last one that I want to share is I want my, one of my outs to be hearing and not listening. Sometimes I feel like I'm not fully present when someone is having a conversation with me. Yeah. One, that's disrespectful to the person that I'm with. I should give them my full attention because they deserve it. Because now I'm thinking to myself, I have so many things to do that if I'm investing time in this person, it's because they, they're worth it. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the case, then they deserve my full attention. So an out is not being attentive to the person whom I'm hanging out with. I love that. Like not being on your phone. Yes. And paying attention when I point out a booking. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I meant. I love that. I can relate. I mean, personally, I think I'm already good at that. You are. Because it's my love language list and it's my quality time is my love language. Right? I truly believe I could be the person that if we go out, I could leave my phone at home and I'd pay attention to whoever I'm with the whole night. But that's because I, I just crave talking to people and mm-hmm. wanting to have a deeper conversation. Yeah, for sure. My last one is going to be resentment for things I don't communicate, which kind of goes back oh, to the I communication like one. Yeah. Because a lot of times I, when I do get worked up and worried, it's kind of my own fault. Let's say you do something that frustrates me and I don't tell you that frustrates me. Please don't do that for this and this and this. Respectfully, of course. And then you do it again and I'm like, why does she keep doing that? But it's on me for not being a big girl and, and saying, hey, this hurts me. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some pride behind that too. I want to keep my unbothered facade yeah but i get bothered and if i don't communicate that i get bothered i'm gonna keep being bothered but i'm gonna be bothered on my own no i think you're right i think it's hard for people to know what we're thinking if we don't tell them what it is that we're thinking Mm -hmm. and we shouldn't expect people to read our minds oh 100 percent. honestly if i could go back and tell younger me something that should have been something we added for our last episode people can't read your mind valerie and that's okay yeah they don't have to be a big girl communicate use your words use your words like, if i had a child i would tell them that use your words if i if i saw them get frustrated or be upset i would just say those three simple things and i think that that would help them grow and become a fully matured baby child use your words. <laughs> baby adult a baby adult use your words yeah and to that i think that's a great closing ladies homeboys use your words be kind to yourself stay humble make sure those resolutions stay resoluted all right we will see you in two weeks ciao besitos adios